Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And together, we are FNA Van Life. Today, we wanted to give thanks for all of the wonderful things that Van Life can bring to an individual. We actually pulled our Instagram community at FNA Van Life to see what kind of things they are thankful for that Van Life has brought them. And we're going to be sharing some of our own things that we're thankful for as well. Yeah. We do want to say we do recognize for Native people, Thanksgiving isn't a day of celebration. It's a day of mourning, and we are with you as well. We respect everything that you guys have gone through, and, you know, it's just so strange that the country is divided in such a way that for so many people today is a happy celebration, and then it just is completely forgotten that for other people it's a really hard day. Yes, and I think that we should be thankful still for the fact that we are in such a free place. And we don't really want to get into politics or anything like that, but we are thankful for the Native American people who have, you know, not necessarily allowed, but for whose lands that we are on and whose sacrifices have made that possible. So we just want to give a little bit of respect to all the Native people in North America and all over the world Um, And we do see your struggles. Yes. All right, let's get into today's podcast. One of the best things that I think anybody can do in life is to be thankful and be grateful every day of the year, not necessarily just on Thanksgiving, um, because that's one of the best ways to keep a positive outlook. It's one of the best ways to kind of get out of a depressed state Mm -hmm. is to just kind of look around and see what am I grateful for? What do I have in my life that I can actually celebrate. And I guess the one thing that I look at is just because yesterday was bad doesn't mean that there wasn't something good that was in it or a message that you were supposed to receive that could have been changed to a positive thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of things about van life, you know, a lot of people couldn't live van life at all. Yes. Like, I, just flat out, you know, we spent some time with family over the last couple of days. I would say 98% of my friends don't think that they could live van life. Yeah. And, like, that's fine. And the reason that that is is because you're giving up a lot of luxuries. You're giving up, you know, the big space of your house. You're giving up, you know, plumbing and sewage and, you know, all these things. So there's a lot of things that you don't get living in a van. And I know that, you know, we love van life and we talk all the time about how great it is and how wonderful it is. But there are some things that just you can't have in a van that you could have in a house well what i find really interesting that with uncomfortability we found comfortability yeah you know and it's letting go of that comfortability to go into something that's uncomfortable to find something totally different that you feel like is much bigger than yourself totally and you know by stepping out of this comfort zone and by stepping outside of the norm that we knew you know we're back in brooklyn and It's just interesting, you know, it's been two years since we've been here, 
And our lives have very much changed. Yes, very much. And everybody around us notices our life changing. They notice what's going on with us in the general sense of you've been to so many different places. You're, you know, even my best friend was looking at us today and was like, wow, I can't believe you're here. And I basically feel like I'm starstruck because I watch you on YouTube and I feel like I'm looking at a celebrity right now, (laughs) which is wild. Yeah, like a guy that you've known forever. This is like literally one of my best friends, like a person that I've spent much time with and Mm -hmm. like love and adore you know we 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 love each other as friends and and it's just incredible to hear that from somebody you're so close to absolutely and it's just interesting because you know you come back and everything is exactly the same exactly you know like a couple more people are pregnant some babies have grown up a little bit but like Everybody is doing almost exactly the same thing that they were doing two years ago. The same problems, the same, you know, annoyances, the same complaints. Everything is just the same. And it's funny, your brother, he was like, you two were really positive before you left. But but now more positive now. Yeah. But and he was like, you know, I know that that is you guys, though. But for like other people out there. They might be like, oh, these two are faking it. (laughs) But we're not. It's just... Life is good. Life is good. And I think what happens is when you're on the road, well, for us at least, we realize that we're so thankful for so many different things because you don't have the luxuries of like a normal house. So you become more thankful and you Mm -hmm. see the positives in like the little things. And I think we spend so much time in nature too as well. And we've seen so many you know, different types of landscapes, beautiful sunsets, you know, different oceans and bodies of water. Different plants, different people. Different people. People that, you know, we wouldn't have been meeting new friends in our 30s if we would have stayed here. No. You know, so the... And and the people that we would have probably been coming across here because we probably would have been going out to bars and things like that, it would have probably been a more negative uh, viewpoint. Well, so, I think just living in the city, like, we've been back here for, like, I don't know, a couple of days. It's stressful. There's yes. so much going on. You know, we're in Brooklyn, New York. It's very busy. It's congested. The houses are on top of each and other. And it's funny because we're in, like, a, I don't want to say a suburb, but, like, we're kind of, like, we're out of the city. We're in one of the most quiet places you could be in Brooklyn. And both of us are like, oh, my God, it's so it's busy. Too, too much. Like, you know, just a couple days here, and you're like, like I wouldn't even want to go into Manhattan. I can't even imagine how crazy it would be. Listen, I'm a New Yorker through and through, and I love New York. Like, I love I love my family. I love where I came from. I'm very prideful and proud of being from Brooklyn, but I could never live here again. Like, straight up, I can never live here again. No. I can visit, mm-hmm. but I can only visit for a short period of time before I'm like, I gotta get the out of there. I agree. You know? Totally. So, the whole thing that spurred this thing on, you know, I was taking a shower in Frankie's brother's house, and I get out of the shower, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm just so grateful for a shower. An unlimited hot water shower that requires no setup, no cleanup. The hot water is just there. You turn on the tap. You don't have to wait 15 minutes for the water to get hot. Speaking of that, I'm probably going to have one after this podcast. <laughs> you know, and you could literally have three a day if you wanted to. Yeah. Like, there's no limit. I wouldn't, you know, just because it'll waste the water. For but sure. you could, yes. But so I took a picture post-shower, and I put it up online, and I said, you know, what does van life 
make you thankful for. And So Fresh So Keen agreed that showers was something that they were also super grateful for. I mean, for. just from that Instagram name, I feel like that would be what they So Fresh and So Keen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, someplace Unknown also agrees that showers are something that they are incredibly grateful for. And a real for. toilet, too, they said. The toilet. That's what I was going to get on next because everybody in van life has a different kind of toilet set up, but none of them are like a house toilet. No. Whether you have the fancy $1,000 composting toilet, you have an incinerator toilet, you have a black tank toilet, you have a bucket, you have a DTB situation, you have a pee jug. Going to the bathroom in a van is not the same as going to the bathroom in a house. It's not, but I will say that I am very thankful for our setup, at least. Like, I, the fact that we could go to the bathroom and not have to necessarily worry that much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the most thing we have to worry about is the pee jug. Right. Like, we worry about that daily. <laughs> yes, abs- everybody's dealing with their pee every day, which is kind of weird to say. Yeah, it is. But yeah. it's part of the lifestyle for us. Yeah, but like when you live in a house, you don't you just, think about it. You flush your pee, and nobody, there it goes. Nobody talks about pee and poo. No. No, I feel like van lifers, when they get together, they're like, so tell me about your bowel movements. Yeah, like, t- tell me about your uh, toilet set. Oh, what you're you walking got going away into there? the woods? I see. I see what's oh, happening. Oh, you taking the shovel? <laughs> you know, it's just kind of funny that, like, that is something very prevalent in the van life community, and it's just not anywhere else. It's not. And I think that's why we're so thankful for when we have the opportunity to be at a family's house. And it just gives us perspective on, you know, the things that we take for granted every day. Absolutely. But in a van, I feel like you don't take them for granted. No. And then you go to a gas station and you're like, this bathroom is disgusting, but I am so grateful for it anyway. But it's enough for me. Yeah. So this was a funny one. I thought um, Rebel in the Van says something they're grateful for is headroom. Headroom, huh? Interesting. They must have a low top. Maybe, yeah. So for Or us, do they have a high ceiling and they could stand there grateful that they could stand there? Well, bed. I was also thinking about the fact that when you're laying in bed... So we didn't factor in, you know, when you lay on a pillow and your neck is like crooked in the pillow and your head is there. And then there's probably like five or six inches of pillow. Yeah, you don't take that in consideration. On top of your head. When you're building the bed. When you're building the bed, you're like, oh, I'm six foot four. So my bed needs to be six foot four at least. No, it actually needs to be like six, seven at least. Yeah, because those extra inches, the headroom on the pillow, you don't think about it when you're building. But if you're somebody who's in a low-top van or even a mid-top van where you can't really stand up all the way straight, I could totally see how just being able to, like, stretch your legs and stand up all the way, even, ooh, reaching your arms above your head. Yes, that's great, to be able to stretch. Yeah. Like, we have the opportunity to do that in our van. We're pretty fortunate. Well, we're also kind of short. Frank's 5'8". No, I am not 5'8". I'm oh. like 5'6". Oh, well, I like to give you two day. extra inches. Oh, thank you, babe. You're welcome. I could use them. I'm only 5'2". <laughs> and even when I'm standing, I can touch the ceiling. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Like, I it's mean, still a nice stretch. I, like, but... palm the ceiling, basically. Yeah, right? So, it's just kind of funny because... I use the cabinets to stretch. Oh. <clears> it's <throat> a small space, but... I don't know, this van feels bigger than our last van. It does. Even when my brother walked in the other day, he was like, wow, I have a lot more room above my head in this van compared to your first one. Mm-hmm. The first one was about like 5'11", 6 foot, you could stand fully. And then this one's like more like 6'2", you could stand fully. Yeah, it's pretty nice and yeah. wide and open. 
But I could see, you know, we're both short people. For really tall people who live in vans, ooh, ooh. It'd be rough. It'd definitely be more, like, you would have to have the Ford Transit. Yeah, and we were talking, you know, when we were first van shopping, it was a non... <coughs> it was a non-negotiable that we would be able to stand up fully upright. Yeah, it Like, was. we weren't even looking at low top So, vans. especially for me, because I had, I had an injured back, and I didn't want to have to, like, crouch a lot, because then I feel like my back would have been out of control. Like, and, destroyed. Yeah. And now I have the opportunity to be able to stand up fully and do everything, so my back only gets really messed up when I'm not stretching enough. Totally. Okay, so this next one, James Desjardins says, houses that don't break down. Ha, huh, that's interesting. That's, you know, that's a good one. But I will say that, you know, stationary houses break down just in a different type of way. Well, like yeah. You, you, it could be the middle of winter and your boiler and your, and your heater could completely crash. Right, but at least you still have a roof over your head and you didn't have to, like, give your house to a, a house mechanic. Correct, and wait three and, like, days before you it, can sleep. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that is totally fair. In our Fears podcast, we actually talked a lot about how breaking down on the road is one of the scariest things. Because, That's definitely the biggest fear. You know, well, A, you're driving your house, and B, like, if you're without it for a couple of days, now what? I will say, though... If you do break down your van, the great thing about having the van is that you have all the things you absolutely need. Like, you could still cook dinner. You could still have a hot cup of coffee. You could still, you know, lay and sleep in your bed. The I guess the you could still run your heater, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as your, your battery bank is good in the back. Yeah, like, you still have a lot of comfortability, depending on what broke down and where and, you know, whatever's going on. The hardest uh, thing is the stress of the mental part of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, we've in our last van especially, broke down a bunch of times. But we were never so broken down that we actually had to give the van up overnight. Only one time. And we slept in it. Well, I'm saying, like, we never had to give away our van. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, find somewhere else to sleep. Yes, you're correct. Right. Yeah, so that's definitely, you know, we super recommend everybody have an emergency fund. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, technically a fully funded emergency fund is three to six months of your... um, like regular bills yeah so like if it costs you a thousand dollars a month to live on the road you need to have three to six thousand dollars in an account that you're just never touching Mm -hmm. just in case you know your transmission blows and that's a two thousand dollar bill yeah you've got it and you're ready to go you know i will say to make sure you have some type of mechanical skills like if you could read up or do get on youtube and check out a bunch of different videos about how your van works like, learn your van, because especially if you're driving around in it, you want to have some type of, like, a little bit of a skill set or an understanding of what's going on, so you might possibly be able to fix it and keep yourself from being completely stuck and broken down in a spot. Totally. So the next one is from Steve Woods. He says he's thankful for meeting us virtually. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, Steve. We appreciate that. Yeah. We we're, don't... we're so grateful that we get to meet all you guys virtually as well, too. You know, the people that comment, the people that, uh, you know, just engage with us. It's wonderful. Yeah, our Patreon community, Patreon community. everybody who comments on the YouTube videos, everybody, everybody who leaves listening the, on the podcast, absolutely leaving, leaving reviews on the podcast. We're super grateful for all that. We've actually had a chance to meet up with a couple of people mm. who do follow us, like throughout our journeys, if we're, you know, in a certain city and they're there and whatever. And, you know, we try to make it work yep. whenever we can. Um, so it's been really nice for us. 
to be building this community virtually, mm-hmm. but then to also be able to take that community in person. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. We are very blessed and very lucky to have, you know, created this and everybody being on board and helping be a part of the community. Mm-hmm. And in the next coming months, we're going to be doing a lot of snowboarding. And so we've talked about potentially hosting a couple of, like, meetups on snowboard mountains. And, like, you know, if we're going to be at, in a certain resort for a couple of days, we'll announce it on Instagram. And mm. if you're in the area, we would love to meet you. Um, and the other thing that that made me think of in terms of, like, our virtual friends is that let's drop in this podcast review. Yes, please do. Because we are very thankful for everybody who leaves a five-star review and a comment on the podcast. This one is from Erica MB 22 via Apple Podcasts. She says, one of my favorite podcasts. I've been meaning to leave a review for months, but I listen while getting ready for work and always forget amidst my chronic tardiness. This uh-huh. podcast is not only helpful, but also entertaining. Frankie and Alex just feel like someone you would want to hang out with. I've enjoyed following their van builds and adventures. They offer great tips, funny stories, and encouragement. Oh, and if you're just starting out, don't worry. They dropped a background lullaby music after they dropped the background lullaby music after a few episodes. I look forward to the new content every week. That's, That's awesome. funny. I don't even remember that. I don't either. <laughs> I really don't. I think that we used like Anchor actually the platform used to offer like they were like, oh, like, do you want to add music to the podcast? And so you'd you like, said yes. You'd click one or whatever, and, like, you'd pick from their pre-selected list of, like, ten options. Uh, I think we did do that for a little mm. bit, but I could see how that would be not enjoyable. It might lull you to sleep. Right? You're, like, driving your car to work, and you just <laughs> off the road. But thank you so much, Erica. We super appreciate you. And, you know, I feel like you sound like someone that we would want to hang out Heck with. Heck yeah. We love meeting everybody that is a part of the community on the road. If you ever see us in your area, please reach out. Let us know that we're in your area, and maybe we can make something happen. And the best way to do that is through our Instagram stories. Because yep. that's kind of where we are the most up-to-date. It's funny, because our YouTube videos are a couple weeks behind. Yeah, I would say about two to three weeks Yeah, on so we'll have people often be like, oh my god, are you in my city? Like, let's meet up. And we're like, we left there three weeks ago. And we still have people reaching out and telling us like, hey, I'm in Boise right now. And we're like, yeah, well, we've been gone for, Bo- for Boise yeah, for Yeah, next time we come, we'll look you up. Okay, so our friend Travels of Heather, who we actually did a podcast with a couple weeks ago, and we met up with her in person in Ontario, she says that she is thankful for the freedom to change up where you are. That's amazing. I I agree with you there. I'm totally thankful for the fact that we've explored so many different places. We've been to over 40 different states, Alaska being one of them, and we're about to add Hawaii to that list. Like, come on. How could you not be thankful for I that? I mean, it's pretty amazing. And we've also explored a little bit of Canada, and we're about to head to Banff, so we're going to add another province to our list yeah, as well. Yeah. I know. We Alberta, actually we baby. should go through and like figure out which states we haven't been to and like make it a mission to get to those. Yes. But yeah, it's like interesting. We've been able to explore so much in kind of a reasonably short amount of time. I mean, our original time frame for doing all of this was a year. Mm-hmm. And it's taken us two. But I think that what you learn once you've been on the road for a little while is that you don't want to travel as fast as you think that you can. No. <laughs> no way. But also in terms of changing up where you are, say we're parked somewhere and we're not digging it, we're not digging the vibe, we're not digging the whatever, somebody comes parks next to us that we don't like, whatever, 
We could just get up and leave. Yeah, literally just walk into the front seat, turn the van on, and get the galley. Like, imagine buying a house somewhere and then finding out that your neighbor was a POS. Oh, that would suck. And, and then, then you, like, you just spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on this house, and now you have a neighbor from hell, and you're like, well... And you don't have the funds to go buy another house. Well, you know I mean, your I mean? money's all wrapped up in this one, so it's like, if we don't like our neighbors, we just move. Yeah, it's a it's a blessing. A hundred percent. Um, this is a funny one. Uh, I don't know how you say their name. Stokolov? Stoke, Stoke Loaf Van. Yep. They say that they are thankful for dishwashers. <laughs> That's a funny one. See, I don't think we make enough dishes to where we actually really need the dishwasher. So if we had like company over and there was more than three, like three people, it would be great to have the dishwasher for sure. Yeah. I think just like generally... It's nice that we both do the dishes. Yes, yeah. Because there are for sure some nights where, like, I just cooked a whole thing, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I cannot. Uh, Alex is like, please, Frank. And I'm like, no problem. I'll do it. Yeah. And, like, I'm very, very thankful that I have a partner who's, like, willing to... I don't want to say that, like, I don't know, it's expected that the woman does the cooking and the cleaning and the man does the whatever. But, like, I feel like we're very much a team in the sense of where if it's, like... You do the dishes today, I'm doing the cooking, you do this, you do, you know, like, we're very much, like, on each other's team. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whose job it is, quote unquote. It's just, like, whoever's willing to do it that day. And if the other person's not willing, the other one picks up the slack is kind of more what it's like. Yeah. Like, we always got each other's back, always. The one thing that's funny about doing dishes in a van, you know, you usually, like, leave them out to dry or whatever, but then you can't drive anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) So, like... If you're, you almost have to like wash and dry and put away all at once if you're planning on going anywhere. Yeah. Like sometimes we wake up in the morning and the house looks like a mess, but it's just because like there's, there's a giant dishes. pile of clean dishes somewhere. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, it's not that bad. If I just put these away, then, you know, we're good. But I've been thinking a lot <laughs> lately about like an invention for that. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been thinking about it since we were building this van last. What, what's the invention? I don't want to give it up. Somebody's going to make it then. Well, I guess I can kind of tell you. I want to get something that like pops out of the wall and becomes like a rack. Mm. And all the plates and stuff kind of fit inside of it. So that way if we did decide to drive, they, would, they wouldn't fall. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It would basically have like metal bars. Maybe we could just make something that's like a drop-in rack in the sink. Because no. once or twice I've like actually picked up the whole tea towel with everything on it. And just placed it into the sink because we were about to drive and it was like, we don't have time to dry everything. Mm. We're just going to like plop it in the sink. I remember well, the I sink- did that one day and you were yeah. like, wow, that was genius. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and the other thing is like the sink is a great place to drip dry. Right. hundred percent. That's so. what it's there for. All right. Our friends, Megan and Matt, one of the things that they are super grateful for is meeting new friends on the road. I think we talk about this in the next podcast with Andy, Overland Interiors. We are so grateful for the fact that we're on the road and we're meeting new friends all the time. Because in a normal lifestyle, we wouldn't be meeting new friends in our 30s. Mm-hmm. Like we, it just, it's not a normal thing. No. It just doesn't happen. Well, you work, you go to the gym, you have your routine. Nobody really talks to new people. No. And then you hang out with the same friends that you've been hanging out with for years. Yeah. And like, unless you really go out of your way, it's hard to meet new people. For sure. Um... I will say, like, when I moved to New York, I was in my mid-twenties, uh-huh. and I made friends with all the people that I worked with, and then got into a relationship, and then his friends became my friends, Yep. and then 
when that relationship ended, basically all those friends were gone. They go with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's just, it's kind of funny. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... The meeting, like, I have, like, a handful of friends in New York. Yeah, and the amount of friends that we have now, you know, just from travel, I don't know, we feel blessed. Like, we chat with them every day. Mm-hmm. We've met some, like, lifelong friends, too, as well. Mm-hmm. People that we know that we'll always be in touch with. Totally. Um, and, yeah, we're just very thankful for that. I mean, Megan and Matt have been on the podcast as well, mm-hmm. so you could hear about their story. And we hope to meet them on the road one day. Yeah. And speaking of friends who we just randomly met on the road, let's talk about Wandering Bus Dude. Yeah. He was also on the I'll podcast away, uh, way back. Way back. <laughs> uh, actually, just before we did the CNN interview. Yeah. So it was really fun. We just met him randomly. We were both parked up near each other. And ended up spending a couple days together in Bellingham. We played basketball. We played like uh, two games of horse. I beat him. We went out for dinner. We I, like I had to drop that. That you that I beat him oh, in horse. I yeah. just was like a whatever. I'll but um, I you know I hope Mike is hearing this and he's like just working on his shot every day because he <laughs> he, he needs the work. You know he needs the work. Oh my god, <laughs> I feel a I'm rematch. just messing with you, Mike. Right. But so what he says that he's thankful for is finding beauty in the most simple moments. Yeah, I mean, he just came back from Africa, too, and so I think when you're, when you're traveling solo, too, you find that a lot more, because if, you, if you're not looking for the beauty in those simple moments, you might feel a lot more alone, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, that could be depressing, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. But if you find the beauty in the small things, you might actually never feel alone. Well, I think that's one of the biggest things about van life, is that because life is more simple, yes, that comes with a couple more inconveniences or things might be a little bit more complicated, but life is simple. Yes. You know, like, yeah, I got to find water, but then I can go camp out on the top of a mountain overlooking, you know, a beautiful forest and, you know, it's just yeah, in you- those simple moments... You see a deer and the babies, you know, walking in a in the field and, you know, how beautiful that is. And the fact that that life form is just right there in front of you and we get to actually see that. Like, we are, from what we know, we are the only planet with life form like us and like the animals that we have, mm-hmm. you know, getting to have experiences the way we have them. We are so fortunate. Totally. So why not enjoy the simple things? Why not enjoy enjoy the you know the flower opening you know over a couple of days mm-hmm. you know and seeing the beauty behind that? And I think that kind of brings us full circle back to like you know your brother saying you know we're even more positive than we were when we left, and I think it's because of all of these simple moments. Yeah, you know, like you really learn not to take things for granted. You're grateful every day that you get to wake up in a safe place. I think somebody else's thing that they were grateful for was um, Stokolo Van was also super grateful for knowing where you're going to sleep at night. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, for us for the last two years, it's not really been that hard. And, like, you know, around whenever we're, like, getting ready to move on to where we're going to go to bed, it could be 6 or 7 o'clock at night. You know, and we're like, oh, we find a spot on iOverlander and we're good to go. You know, we've never been in a place where it's, like, one in the morning and we just can't find anything, you know? So I'm super grateful in that way. But, like, just waking up every morning and knowing that, like, you slept another night for free, you didn't get the knock. Yep. 
you know, like you just, you wake up grateful yeah, to be in a beautiful space. I mean, I would even say sleeping in the van outside like my brother's house and like even my aunt knocking on the door or like the kids coming out knocking on the door. I wake up sometimes almost like a little bit startled because mm-hmm. I'm just not used to people knocking on the door. Right. You know what I mean? It so certainly I'm like, startles Paco. I'm like, whoa. Wait, wait. And yeah, and Paco starts barking a little bit. So it startles me. And I'm like, what is going on? Where am I? And then I realize, <laughs> oh, I'm in front of my brother's house. So sure enough, it's going to be a family member who's knocking on the door. Yeah, it's just interesting. You know, I think we've changed. You know, you come back to, like, you know, that Kanye song, like, you know, you can't go home once you've left. And it's just kind of, that's not the actual lyric. I did a very bad job. I was going to say, I don't remember that one. Uh, He says something like, uh, I was told that I couldn't go back home, and that's, you know, when I was back home. Uh, you know, like he was yeah, like yeah. back to visit. I want to find that lyric, but anyways, you when know, I was back home. Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, but so, you know, we've left for two years. Everything here is basically the same, but we are totally different. Yeah, we are, and it's kind of incredible to, you know, come back and us be really the two that are significantly different than what we were when we were living here. And everybody else being fairly the same. You know, like, yeah, a couple of things might have changed their perspective. You know, the current state of the world and whatnot might have skewed their perspective even more extreme in one direction or another. But that's about it. That's pretty much the only thing that's changed for a lot of the people here. And I'm not knocking anybody. But I could say, you know, full-heartedly that we have had so many different experiences that we could literally feel and see the growth when we come around other people that have been very much in a similar situation to they've always been. Totally. Yeah. I mean, just stepping outside of the norm every single day and doing something different, it'll change you. We had a buddy, my buddy's dad. He actually walked the Appalachian Trail back when he was younger and enjoyed the experience so much so uh, that he wished to do it again one day. Um, and he actually asked us if we ever had, like, a deliverance experience, basically. Like somebody, like, in the woods coming to kill us. And I'm like, out of all people, you should know that that is very rare, Right walking the Appalachian Trail, right? And I was like, no, never. Like, not even close. We've had a couple of interactions that weren't necessarily the best. But nothing that was, like, life-threatening or, terrifying. One that was fairly extreme. The guy in Washington with Uncle Kevin. Yeah, but that was, like, all verbal, and it was, like, a weird campfire talk where things just got super political, and he was, like, very on the one side, and... Even was, when you were agreeing with him. He was just an extremist in, yeah. in, a, in some type of way. And even when we agreed with him, he still disagreed with us somehow. He was, like, looking to argue. Yeah, it was like. just weird. And when Frankie came in the van at, like, 2 in the morning after they, like, argued all night, I was like, make sure you lock the doors because that guy was unstable. Yeah. You know? But, but I, anyways, we slept fine, and in the morning he was gone. Yeah. So, you yep. know, whatever. Yeah, I, I think the, the main idea that... The, the point I'm trying to get across is the fact that we, in this world, the people that we are around, want good, positive interaction. They want respect. 
and they want to feel love. You know what I mean? If they get those things, nine out of ten times, they're going to be wonderful towards you. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I hope that you guys are thankful for all the things in your life. I hope that van life has made you more thankful for all of the little things. I hope that over the last couple of days, you got to hug and squeeze somebody that you care about. And, you know, we just want to send everybody in the world so much love. And we're super thankful for you. And before we tell you guys to have an FNA day, I want you to take a moment and just think about five things that you're grateful for. Maybe leave it in the comments. Tell us what you're grateful for. We want to know. Let's hear yours. I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for family. I'm grateful for having Alex next to me. I'm grateful for Paco. I'm grateful for the fact that we get to live such a free, random life in such a wonderful place. Right? We're fortunate to live in a land where we're able to be free, where we're able to travel, where we're able to have so many wonderful things around us, different diversities, and also different diverse terrain. Mm-hmm. We're just super lucky to be where we are with who we're with. How about you? I'm grateful to wake up next to you every single morning. I'm grateful for our amazing puppy Paco. I'm grateful for the internet to keep us connected to the people that we love, even when we're far away. I'm grateful that, you know, we always have food in the fridge and our bellies are always full and we, you know, enjoy delicious food, whether it's just the two of us or with other people. And I'm super grateful for all of the people that we've met along our travels who've just, like, enriched our lives in so many different ways, whether, you know, opening us to new ideas or new experiences, or new places. Um, It's just been a really wonderful two years, and I can't wait to do two more. Heck yeah. Me too, baby. I love you. I love you too. And guys, we hope that you have an F&A day. Man life YouTube channel what they do Everybody's got to get money Everybody's about to get money Make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel FNA Van Life All that